How to Write an Antagonist by Herded Words What is an antagonist? An antagonist is the adversary of your main character. They don't have to be evil or even bad. They just have to oppose your protagonist in this story. There are four different kinds of antagonists. There are two different types of antagonists, internal and external, and three kinds of external antagonists, evil, non-species, and anybody. First, the internal antagonist. The internal antagonist is within the protagonist. It's a negative feeling that the protagonist must overcome to get what they want. Doubt, self-loathing, regret are three great examples of an internal antagonist. Two, the evil external antagonist. This antagonist is basically the stereotypical antagonist who's just plain evil. However, unless you're writing about some kind of greater being, you don't want your antagonist to feel like a stereotype. How can you avoid that? Emphasize the humanity of your antagonist. They weren't always this way, or they still love or have loved something. 3. The non-species external antagonist the three big groups of non-species external antagonists would be illness, technology, and nature. An external antagonist that isn't a species, they're not human or alien or whatever, presents its own set of challenges. It's much harder to make people connect with this antagonist, which leads to a much, much greater focus on the protagonist. Usually, a novel with a non-species antagonist will use a character as a representative of the antagonist, like a sidekick antagonist. And fourth is the anybody external antagonist. Anybody could be the antagonist of your novel. If your antagonist is a person, or group of people, or organization that doesn't fit into one of the other types of external antagonists, they belong here. The anybody antagonist is not going to be evil or cunning or even necessarily bad. For example, I want to build a couple of windmills on my land, and my neighbor tries to prevent it. She thinks they're loud and ugly and will devalue her property. I think they're beautiful and will help save the earth. She's not evil, she's not even wrong but she is in direct conflict with me. She's the antagonist of my story, but I'm the antagonist of her story. Here are four tips for writing your antagonist. First, your antagonist must be fully developed. The problem with cartoon villains is that they're not developed. They're the antagonist just because you need an antagonist. And nobody really wants to read about a placeholder antagonist. Your antagonist needs to be a real character, which means fully developed. Your reader should understand them and why they're causing the conflict with the protagonist. Second, 
the antagonist doesn't think they're the antagonist. Every protagonist-antagonist relationship has two sides. And it's unlikely that either side thinks they're in the wrong. This means that the antagonist is the protagonist of their story. Let's check out an example. This is a story about a boy who learns he's a wizard. As his wizard skills improve, he longs to learn more. Eventually, he begins to believe that non-magical humans are an inferior and dangerous race. He thinks the wizarding world needs protection from their terrible influence. So he sets out to protect the wizards, even though most of them don't see it his way. If J.K. Rowling was going to write the story of Voldemort, that's how it would play out. Because he doesn't see himself as an evil villain. He's the protagonist of his story. He thinks he's right. And any story told from his perspective would have to acknowledge that. This doesn't just apply to external antagonists. If an internal antagonist was given its own story, it would be the story of how right the feeling is. If you're going to include any writing from the perspective of your antagonist, make sure to remember this. From their perspective, they're the protagonist. Third, the right amount of power. Your antagonist has to be powerful. Powerful enough that we think they can beat your protagonist. But they can't be so powerful that they're actually unbeatable. It's a fine line to walk, but you have to find the balance between too much and too little power. Your antagonist needs an appropriate amount of power compared to your protagonist. Most will have them as slightly more powerful. Fourth, the antagonist needs to win. Your protagonist can't win all the time, or there isn't really a conflict. Your antagonist should be winning sometimes. That's what they're there for. Your antagonist is probably going to lose in the end, but it shouldn't feel like a foregone conclusion. They should feel like they have the potential to win. Your reader should think they could win. And to do that, they're going to need to have some small wins along the way. And fifth, People need to love to hate or hate to love them. Readers will continue reading about characters they feel strongly for. This applies to both the protagonist and the antagonist. The two most common feelings associated with the antagonist are a character that people love to hate or a character that people hate to love. They're strong feelings either way, but completely different. These are the most memorable antagonists. Remember, antagonists are real characters, whether they're people or not. You need to treat them like such when you're writing them. Check out www.herdedwords.com antagonist. You'll find examples from best-selling and award-winning modern fiction, along with writing prompts and exercises so you can practice. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, happy writing.